to Potter Time. Ryan Lindley, Eric Myers coming to you today from the beautiful press box at Westwood Park here, home of the Potters. Um, didn't get spring sports this year, but the IHSA released the plan for sports for the 2021 school year. And Eric, I think, you know, one of the things I'm kind of excited about is they did not do an all or nothing type thing. Yeah, you know, obviously getting that information from the governor at his press conference and then the IHSA giving their recommendations and their guidance after that, it worked out really well that they didn't do all or nothing like you just said. So we're gonna have some traditional fall sports, but we're also gonna mix it up. We're gonna take a couple of those high risk fall sports as the governor would put them and take them to their new season in the spring, at least for a year. Yes. And we're gonna see how that actually turns out to be. So what we wanna to do today, folks, is pretty simple. We just wanna talk through what it's gonna look like, what that might mean for athletes, coaches, all of that sort of stuff. I know I'm gonna to have to get some more warm weather gear for football season in the early spring, but let's just kind of talk, Eric, about what the traditional fall sports first that are staying where they've always been are. Yeah, so first off, we're gonna have boys and girls golf. Those will be traditional, uh, traditional fall sports. Obviously, we can social distance fairly easily playing golf. We're also gonna have girls tennis, uh, boys and girls cross country, and then girls swim and dive, which will kind of move a little bit earlier into the fall. Uh, and that season is going to go from August 10th, so pretty much next week through uh, October 24th. So not a bad length of a season, and you know, about eight weeks or so. Yeah, and I think there's some, you know, some people have talked about inconsistency in season length and whatnot, but I think if you're a fall athlete, you feel pretty good that you're getting what's pretty close to your traditional season. Now, it may look a little different. I know everything hasn't been determined yet. I think about the cross country, for example, those large invitationals where you've got, you know, 70 runners starting at the same time. My guess is that that type of event is going to look a little different or may not even happen, but at least they get to have their season. Yeah, what I was reading yesterday was it looks like they can have no more than three teams in an event. So it's going to be a little different. The other thing is the state series for all of these sports, we don't know if they're going to happen or not. They're going to happen on a time-by-time -time basis, and they're going to determine what's best for that sport. So that should be pretty interesting. Uh, but for more in sports, we have some great cross country runners coming back. So it could be a really good year as well as boys soccer trying to keep setting that bar higher and higher and higher. So hopefully Coach DeLong's ready. Yeah, you know, and obviously you look at this, right? And like I said, I'm excited about the cross country kids. I see them when we've been having football camp in the morning, I see a bunch of them always getting there out running in the morning. And I've been hoping so much that, now let me say as a runner myself, you can all, you know, right? You can always run and be more physically fit, but I'm excited that those kids have been putting in the time and the energy and it's gonna get a chance for them to pay off this fall. Totally agree. So moving on to the winter sports. So this is season that's a little bit different now. So it's gonna be significantly shorter. So we're talking November 16th. So right after, there's about a month break after the fall season through February 13th. So on paper, this kind of looks to be the longest season that we're gonna get, right? Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think that's intentional. I do think, you know, that's also the traditional cold and flu season. So there is some concern that maybe during this season, teams might have to take a break. So I think there's a reason the IHSA made this the longest season. It's gonna look like a more traditional winter season for the most part, right? right? Basketball, wrestling, boys swimming and diving, cheer and dance. So pretty much what you would traditionally see in the winter is gonna occur during the winter season. Yep, and there's some similar restrictions there on the winter, the winter sports as well, just like all of these, uh, trying to keep the amount of games down uh, in quantity, only playing a couple per week, no large tournaments. Um, again, the state series, specifically here basketball, could be a very interesting one. Uh, they're talking on sports radio yesterday. Here in Illinois, we play now, we're gonna play at the State Farm Center in Champaign, which there potentially could be NCAA basketball happening, so yeah. that could be an issue. Scheduling 
snafu or maybe come back to Peoria. Who knows? Yeah. No, I think it's an interesting point. And then one of the other things I think somebody brought up was that possibility you may see more state series hosted at local high schools if they, you know, or especially if it becomes not a full state tournament, but kind of a regionalized tournament, which is, I think, I don't want to say that's going to happen, but I know that's a possibility given if there are health concerns about teams from across the state all traveling. Yeah, and I'm just happy we're having sports. Yeah. All right, so moving and rolling into the spring, this is where it starts to get really interesting. We get start to see some of those carryover sports. Uh, so spring, you're gonna go February 15th, so Valentine's Day. Uh, remember Valentine's Day in Illinois, some, we can have six inches of snow or it could be 65 degrees. We don't really know. Uh, through May 1st, so we're gonna have football, boys, soccer, uh, and volleyball. Those will be yeah. our three sports. Right. Very interesting time. So as a football coach, what do you think of that coach? I mean, like, honestly, number one, I'm happy we got a season. It's a seven-game season on the schedule. For us in the middle line conference, that's honestly perfect because it's an 18 league. It'll just be us playing our conference games. So I think from that perspective, we're in good shape. Um, honestly, my first thought was, I hope everybody's got one close. You know, I, I can just imagine that day you go out to practice and some kid that first day of practice on February 15th is like, Coach? Coach, do, do, do you have any, any gear for me to wear? And it's like, you know, I don't know. Does, does Mr. Jones need to buy us team sweatsuits for football practice this spring? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting times. Uh, so football in the spring, it's going to be a very new, exciting time uh, with that. Boys soccer, uh, going to switch from the fall to the spring too as well, which is going to be another interesting uh, concept for them. Playing outside in the cold. Usually it's getting cold at the end of their season. Now it's going to be in the front. The front there, so that should be interesting. And then volleyball, their season is usually fairly long yeah. in general uh, throughout the winter, and now it's going to be pushed to the spring, which is another interesting one. Uh, specifically, let's say if you're a senior for some of these traditionally winter and fall sports, and you're going to get a college scholarship or trying to get some college yeah. money, how's that going? How do you think that's going to affect that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's interesting. I think you know, obviously, if you don't have an offer, right? I mean, you're just going to play and hope that you hope that colleges push back their recruiting a little bit because they they understand that hey you know people aren't getting the opportunity to compete until the spring let's let's push our recruiting timeline back the real interesting thing might be somebody that's already signed and is going to go to college in august that's to me you know these would be the high high level players right but some of them may consider sitting out that spring season like i don't you know i don't want to dig too deep into it but you think about especially like a football kid if I'm a D1 football kid it was a chance to play college football in August do I want to take a thousand snaps of high school football from February to May and maybe not be as fresh when I get on campus I don't know I would argue yeah it's your yeah. senior year yeah. you want to go out the glory days yeah. I mean you want to give it your all you're an athlete you want to compete so yeah. I would say let's yeah. hope so yeah. but it, it raises a very valuable uh, opinion there that yeah. something could happen and yeah. We hear a lot of that talk in college. You, yeah. see, you know, the guys who are seniors are going to yeah. be first-round draft yeah. picks. They don't know if they're going to play. Yeah. Uh, they don't want to risk it, which is something interesting. And then our new season, yeah. so to speak, here in Illinois is the summer season. So May 3rd, right after that spring season's over, uh, through June 26th. So for most schools in Illinois, school will be out for yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, specifically, if we don't have any, uh, let's say, snow days or even those extra days that are built in, the COVID days, as yeah. I'm going to start to call them, they're going to be out for about a month. So we're gonna have baseball, softball, track and field, girls soccer, and boys tennis. So we're gonna have a lot crammed into May and June, only about six weeks, seven weeks or so. 
It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Um, gonna, it's the alternate of being concerned about bad weather during that first spring season. Talk about the best weather possible for a baseball softball season from you know May through the end of June. Like it may be, people are gonna love it. You know, hopefully they're we get to a point where we can have fans out here. We're gonna see people sitting in the stands. Maybe turn you know get the grill going at Westwood Park. Like it could be a lot of fun in the spring of 2021 if everything works out. Totally. And, you know, it's getting everybody that opportunity to get on the field or the pitch and get out there and do everything that they're really uh, working hard to do all through winter. So that's the other thing. The IHSA says we can weight lift. No issues there. So teams can still practice non-contact wise uh, and get better for their sport, even though we can't actually have competitions. Uh, an interesting one. So we're obviously here at Westwood Field right now. We're supposed to have a uh, camp practice workout today, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it's raining. Excited to record this, but it's just that whole mantra of being out and being with the guys and everybody and the gals and trying to make sure that everything is getting that mental health and that ability to socialize and get better at your practice that you're doing, which is a big deal. Yeah, I'm just, again, I'm, I commend the IHSA for finding a way to get everybody a season. I really appreciate the fact that they kept some of the fall sports alive that are those sports that, again, are lower risk and kids have been training for those so i'm glad to see that those are going to happen i think spring is going to be an interesting spring come 2020 well come 2021 when you think about for coaches kids people that traditionally you know that think about soccer coaches right most soccer coaches coach both boys and girls so traditionally they got a nice break between their their fall season and their spring season now they're going to wrap up boys soccer and roll right into girls soccer so some differences It'll be interesting to kind of see what happens, but at the end of the day, it's we're probably better off than we were a week ago or two weeks ago thinking about what was going to happen. Yeah. So the two things that I've noticed after being reviewing this a couple of times is, what about those multi-sport athletes, right? You could have somebody potentially, let's say, current setups that would play football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah. All right. So the three sports now their sports are going to be kind of mumble jumbled. Yeah. They're going to go from basketball to football to baseball. I mean, what do you think that's going to take on their psyche and their physical ability? Yeah, I mean, it's different, right? The biggest one is probably going from basketball to football, right? Because traditionally, if you're a basketball guy, you know, you go in after football, you lose some weight during basketball season, but that's good, right? You know, but now you're going to slim down during basketball season. You're not going to have as much time to get the weight back on before you roll into football season. So I think yeah. that's probably the most noticeable thing. Yeah, so specifically, it's going to... That's a great, you're trying to get pumped up yeah. ready for that football season. Yeah. An athlete like Seth Glass, right? yeah. running back, yeah. trying to add as much mass as possible, still staying yeah. fast, and then going to play basketball. Yeah. Typically, that works out really well. Yes. Uh, so he can sustain that muscle development that he got over the summer and lose it during basketball. Yeah. But that's not going to work out. Mm -hmm. The other interesting point here is this opens up the possibility yes. for a four-sport athlete. That's right. Uh, something that is pretty rare, yeah. but can happen. So we could potentially have some new faces uh on these teams yeah so i would and this is just you know but i would encourage a lot of people to consider running cross country like if you're a soccer player if you're a baseball pitcher you know those types of things where leg strength is really important why not go out and join the cross country team get that season in you know you'd probably never have especially like the soccer guys probably never have had that opportunity before but most a lot of soccer training involves distance running now you can do it competitively and you have that possibility to add an extra sport to your high school portfolio, which I think is kind of cool. Could be a one-time opportunity, so I think it'd be pretty interesting. Uh, so, just like Coach Nilly said, encourage you to try something new, especially if your sport's in a different season and you have that ability. 
let's try it. You know, here's your opportunity. You know, high school students uh, don't get a lot of opportunities sometimes, and this is one of those that you can take it, and it might not ever happen again. Um, so I want a last question for you. All right. Do you think this is the norm for the future, or do you think this is a one and done? I think it's. I think it's realistically probably one and done because of the fact the seasons are shortened. And I think at the end of the day, right, your baseball coaches, your boys and girls soccer coaches, uh, volleyball coaches, all of those folks are going to want their full length of season if it if it's feasible, which hopefully health-wise it is as we hit 2022 and so on. I hope so too. Uh, I, I very much enjoy the longer seasons. I think it's better for the students yeah. and the student-athletes there, uh, both mentally and physically. And gives them an opportunity to rest. Here we're gonna have a very, very busy 2021. All right guys, so I'm Eric Myers, this is Brian Lindley. We're out, until next time. See you soon guys.